Well, hello, my divas. It's been a long time, but don't fret. Shezzy is back with a brand new season, with a brand new episode. It's season two of Girl Group Gossip. So thank you so much for tuning in, coming back and having a camp old time with your mediocre queen of Essex. Now, last season on Girl Group Gossip, we discussed all things girl groups. This season, we're shaking it up. So we're going to be discussing TV shows with a group of girls. We're going to be discussing West End and Broadway shows. But darlings, it wouldn't be a Cheryl Hole podcast without discussing and dissecting everything to do with pop girl groups. Now, darlings, every girl group has that moment where they go solo. When the formidable happens, they break up bye-bye no i'm not triggered (laughs) honestly but today we're going to talk all things solo careers from the most popular divas to the ones that need a bit more recognition up in the joint now joining me for our first episode back how could i not have this diva come gossip with the diva herself. It's the Susan Boyle of drag, the icon, the legend, the star, the winner of season two of Drag Race UK, it's Laura's Chandy. Bang, bang, bong, Cheryl Ho, how are we? Girl, I am fantastic. It is so good to chat with you because diva, you've been a busy girl, haven't you? We've both been busy gals. I think after this pandemic and all this kind of, lack of of time to do our thing i think now things are opening up we're like hitting it hard making sure we we make our money moves as soon as possible series three's on the horizon i need to cash these checks right up front you know get straight down to NatWest get the the bank account (laughs) how are you it has been so great to see you absolutely thriving and doing the damn thing because those those that don't know we've known each other a hot second haven't we yeah we uh, we first met at Drag World in 2018 I believe and I'd seen you before you know on on Instagram and also because you did her upstairs I knew you you know Mm. very very well and it was no surprise to me that you got on Drag Race but what was a surprise to me was I wasn't on the same season Um, (laughs) but but, uh, I'm just so happy that now we we are you know both Rue girls and I fucking won and you are uh, slaying the game as the mediocre queen Exactly. I don't know a thing about winning, but darling, we're <laughs> winning in life. Yes, That's all that yes, you are. Yes, you are. Oh, girl. <laughs> now, have you got a passion for girl groups just as much as I do? Well, I don't think that's humanly possible to have a passion for girl groups <laughs> as much as you do. But yeah, definitely. I mean, my sister loved the Spice Girls, loved Girls Aloud. So I think that that's kind of Basically, what I'm saying is my sister's the reason I'm gay. So uh, <laughs> I, I I definitely Same. love my girl groups, definitely. But I love, do you not love, that? this is what's fabulous about this episode, is I love the juicy gossip that goes on behind the scenes of why did they go solo? What happened when they went solo? Who cropped who out of an Instagram picture? <coughs> Camila Cabello. And all this stuff, I, I find it so fascinating, you know? 
honestly, like the the revolving door of the sugar babes is just <laughs> like I'm waiting for the Netflix movie. I'm yeah. honestly waiting for the Netflix movie. Now, but- darling, I obviously adored season two, watching these girls go through the Thunderdome and seeing what it's actually like. Because us season girl one girls, we were literally like we, we didn't know what we were getting ourselves in for. So to see a new batch of divas go through it, but have as equally as an iconic song as Break Up Bye Bye, you know, can't beat that. But you are part of the biggest UK group at the moment, the United Kingdoms. How does it feel? How does it feel to be an icon of music? You know, it's hard. It is really, really hard to be such a, an infamous face in music. You know, there's Beyonce, there's Lady Gaga, there's Lawrence Cheney. So I... I doing a Highland say, jig. Yeah, doing a Highland jig. Me, Beyonce and Lady Gaga doing a Highland jig. No, it's honestly something I was really, really proud of myself on. And I watch back that performance like every day because I'm just so proud of, you know... I never thought of myself as a singer or any of that stuff. But seeing us do the damn thing and have fun, you know, that that's what I really enjoy about the United Kingdoms and the song UK, hon. It's just silly and fun, you know? Oh, for sure. And I just think that's what we need more in yeah. this world is just escapism and, and realising that we are allowed to have fun in this crazy, crazy world we're living in. Yeah. Well, and now... Bimini's broken up with us and got her own single out. <laughs> She's the first one going solo before she you've is. even released she... new music. <laughs> yes. Everyone else is going, should I or wait a second? Bimini's like, I'm on to it. I'm doing it right now. She was right on it. And uh, what a great song as well. God Save This Queen. That's fab. Um, but you know, Stream nothing Bimini will top... right now. <laughs> yeah, nothing will top the United Kingdom, son. And everything will top me. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- th- that's the thing I always say. Drag Race UK is the only thing I ever successfully topped. That's what I always say. <laughs> and we're going to stick to that, darling. Yeah. But girl, what, what is your earliest memory of a girl group that really spoke to you? Because everybody's very generational. Some, sometimes it's Girls Aloud. Sometimes it's the Sugar Babes. Sometimes it's the Supremes. Depends on how old you are. But what was your <laughs> Paul, first girl group? Um, my, my memories. But before I... You know when you're a kid, you kind of just hear a tune and you go, eh, you know, that that's kind of it. You just groove along to it. But my memory was my sister got the video of Spice World, the, the Spice Girls movie. And Don't set me off, girl. Do, you know what I mean? And we just watched it. And I was obsessed with how this bus that they were traveling around in, you know, was such a small bus and all that. But inside... It was like the TARDIS from Doctor Who, you know, it was massive, so big and so glamorous. And now, as a touring artist, I know that is not what the world is like. <laughs> Tour Absolutely buses are not, not like that. But I loved that fantasy, you know. Oh, for sure. And I remember going to London with my family as a child and going onto a London bus. I think it was the number 11 and walking <laughs> on going, how the hell did Victoria Beckham have a catwalk and Emma Bunton yeah. have a bloody swing on this bus? Yeah. Like, what, what bloody Pinewood Studios is this? <laughs> yes, literally. 
what Jurassic Park set is this, you know? Oh, da, 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 we are the Spice Girls. <laughs> See, I remember the Spice Girls so vividly as a child. And like, we joke in my family that I've got the most vivid memory in the world because I remember being at like Wembley Stadium when they did the Spice Girls as the foursome. Oh God, not foursome, not me. Not the, talking about foursomes, <laughs> but when it was the four of them, and me th- sitting in the rafters, thinking I was going to catch Mel C's football top as she chucked it into the crowd. Delusion. <laughs> you thought you'd well, even if you got your hand on it, someone would rip it out of your hand, and there'd be like a full-on scuffle for it. They're a savage, classy, bougie ratchet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now. Every girl group inevitably breaks up because it's just part and parcel. It's just what happens. Some people get too big for their boots. Some people just, they want the simple life, in the words of uh, Paris and Nicole. But (laughs) what group devastated you the most when they broke up? Because I know mine. Oh, Oh, I don't know. For me, I would have to say the Spice Girls. I would have to say the Spice Girls because they were my OG uh, uh, group, if that makes sense, because yeah. I think seeing people so strong sticking together, it almost gave me hope, you know, with my group of friends, that it's like, it, we will stay together forever. Crack, you know, <laughs> just all um, signing the yearbooks in year 11. <laughs> yes, you, you know what I mean? And uh, f- for me, that that's when it kind of went from being a fairy tale, oh, isn't this amazing to Actually, stuff does happen in life. You don't need to be friends with people forever. But that time you share together is really special. Let's make the headlines. (laughs) (laughs) 2007, what a year. But no, for me, it was definitely when Girls Aloud cock-teased us, coming back, (laughs) four new tracks, and they went, nah, not doing it anymore. I was devastated. When was, yeah, when was that, actually? When was that? That was... So they came back with something new in 2012. Yep, yep, And love. then they did the tour in 2013, and then the day after the tour, they were like, break up, bye-bye. Yeah, you're going to get that a lot of this podcast. <laughs> Gee, that is that says a lot about tour life, yeah? <laughs> but do you want to know some juicy goss? Yes. Yes, give it to me. So the statement came out, and then a couple hours later, Nadine put out a tweet saying, I didn't want the group to break up, but long live the spirit of Girls Loud. I was literally like, someone put that in the Hall of Fame, in a museum, like just screenshot the tweet and just hang it on a wall. (laughs) Hang it on a wall, remember it, never forget it. But I'm so glad they're all in a good place now. But I digress. I digress. Now, with every pop diva, they 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 have history. Like you look at Beyonce, some people forget she was even in Destiny's Child. But you have (laughs) those standout stars like Beyonce, Diana Ross, like they both had 19 top 10 hits solo. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah, you got Cheryl from Girls Loud. She had five number one singles. She's the only artist from a girl group to go solo and have five number one singles from a UK wow. girl group. 
And then Nicole Scherzinger. Now, I had an argument with my Hayden earlier. He went, Nicole Scherzinger don't count because she was basically solo with the backing dancers. I went, no, 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 no. They were in a girl group. I'm not having this. They were a girl group. Shade. Oh, my God. Where's my shade button? (laughs) But pretty much all the Spice Girls had really strong solo careers but mm. there are some divas that didn't get enough recognition in my yeah. opinion yeah because how could one artist be so popular and so like take off but the gays fail the other divas so much do you know well, what I mean I think the gays failed love made me do it Rue love made me do it and no one no love didn't make anyone do it Love didn't make anyone do it. I felt so bad for Cheryl because I think Cheryl really was amazing. I love, uh, you know, um, Call My Name is such a banger. Um, like, like, she was of that time and it was just hit after hit after hit. And then, for like, sure. she came back. She came back and then just the gays didn't care anymore. You know, it was it was a shame. It was the age of streaming and people were like, oh, well, it's not going to get to number one if people don't play it. And I'm just like, bloody play the song. <laughs> like, it was a bop. Yes, I know, right? I mean, I, I cackled watching the episode back is when she's like, love me, me do it, Rue, because I love yeah. you and I love, and I love drag. drag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I... I absolutely adored her. I was waiting for my love, maybe do it lip sync. Well, because so you did the the remix of Call My Name and you regularly perform Cheryl. So Cheryl, your favourite girl group uh, breakaway then? No, this is going to be controversial. I can't put Cheryl number one. Well, I, I can technically, but I can't put her number one amongst girls allowed because no. You, right, we'll get to this. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about Nadine Coyle because, darling, Nadine Coyle was robbed of her breakout solo career. Now she she had an exclusive deal with Tesco for her first album, and what what a mistake to make her because. Who's going to walk into Tesco's just to buy Nadine's album when they can get it on iTunes, uh, HMV, all the places in between? Are you kidding me on? She had to deal with Tesco's. It was her album was exclusive at Tesco's. No, next to I love it. Next to the canned veg. How about Nadine Coyle? Why don't you go to work? But I was devastated because rumour has it that Nadine was meant to perform on The X Factor to promote Insatiable. That would have done wonders. That would have been incredible. But they chose Jamira Choir, who was slagging off Danny Minogue and Cheryl on the panel, but they still put him on the show. I was living. That's so weird. There was steam coming out of my ears. (laughs) There was steam coming from my head. But Insatiable, the 2009, 10? I thought it was eight. I think it was, I think it was 2009. But that deserved an absolute moment. And it only got to 26 in the chart. 
Yeah. Wow. Disgusting. That's crazy. So Nadine put out that entire album exclusive at Tesco's. Some great songs on there, like Running, uh, Absolute Bobs. If you haven't, it's on Spotify now. Go listen to Insatiable, the album. But After she you've came listened back in to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After you've listened to the party. Don't, don't you dare yeah. fall. Yeah. <laughs> but she came back in 2017 with an absolute banger, Go to Work. I Lawrence. know, right? Lawrence, what there was have... so much promo. She Banger. did Heaven. She performed and headlined Heaven. And guess where it charted? Guess where it peaked? I, d- I don't want to know. I don't want to know because something something tells me because she was in the jungle recently. I, I think she needed that jungle money. So did it even hit the top 30? Nope. Yeah, I knew it didn't. I knew it didn't. Where did it? Where guess did it where place? it was. 47. No! I'm sorry. The the members of the LGBTQIA plus community (laughs) need to do better and stream go to work because justice for Nadine. We're not even even streaming. Have you seen the music video for it as well, Cheryl, where it's her hair. Her hair's like this huge quaff finger wave. She's got a red suit on. And it's it's this c- cameras walking and she's throwing coffee and there's dancers. She yeah. she was fierce, uh, and that was a really really great song. And uh, yeah, it got paid dust dust. So hashtag justice for Nadine, dead of birth, fifteenth of the sixth, eighty five, making her Floyer. a Floyer. Speaking of stuff, working with Floyer. We could do a whole episode <laughs> on Nadine. But the next artist I want to shine some light on. She is so famous. But poor Michelle, Michelle Williams, give the girl a break. Now, do you think, though? Yes. Because Mich- Michelle, well, actually, yeah, that's true. Because I always say in my act, I'm like, no one wants to be a Michelle. Michelle does get the raw deal a bit, doesn't she? Pushed over by Beyonce, you know. I mean, that is funny. Just does it. Yeah, that, I mean, that was funny. I wasn't the only one that laughed, so don't... No one cancel me for laughing at Michelle falling over. But, you know at the Super Bowl when they came out of the hydraulic lifts? Yes, And they came, like, yes. flying out? I'm pretty sure they turned her her thingy up to 20% more than Kelly Rowland because she came shooting out of there faster yeah. than you could say Jack in a Box. Well, no, she came out faster than my morning toast. She went... Poof. <laughs> she came real. I thought you were going to say something else, Lawrence. I thought you were going to say my morning shit. No. <laughs> Trust too. me to lower the tone. But yes. her first solo single, We Break the Dawn, which Tammy Brown, I'm sorry, darling. I'm sorry. You should have done a bit harder for that song because it was an absolute bop and it only charted at 47 in the UK charts. See, I liked it, but something about Michelle, I, I, not that I don't like her, I don't think she's ever had a perfect, you, you know when we'll do shows, right, Cheryl, and you know when you go, right, that was, a, that was good, they enjoyed it, you go, they enjoyed it, but then see when you have that great show where you go, I was amazing there, wow, how yeah. good was I, whatever. I don't actually think she's ever had a perfect moment. There's always been something with the mic. 
because for example the super bowl with beyonce her mic was it you said her her uh, lift had been amped up by yeah so it was so Nothing. bad and there was like an echo on it you know it's like reverb it was weird so i think people are just put off by the same way i think people are put off by cheryl lip syncing i think they're put off by michelle they're like yeah well live she's a wee bit garbage but i think that's such a shame she's not had like a flawless moment of vocals you know well, I thought her comeback with that song in 2014, Say Yes, was going to be the one, you know, when Jesus that was qu- yes. yes. I mean, I'm not a religious diva, but I was still walking <laughs> away to that, you know what I mean? You were saying yes. You were saying yes. And nobody yes. can say no. Yeah. <laughs> but that, right, hear me out for this. That charted at number eight in the indie chart. Did you even know there was an indie chart in the UK? Well, I mean, Ed Sheeran will be at the top of that constantly, won't he? I'm sorry, that name is banned from this podcast. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> he really not on he my seems... Nelly. Why is it? Do you not think it's so weird? We have to wait so long for a Cheryl comeback, for Nadine, for even Lady Gaga. People like these, you know, Beyonce takes years and years and years to produce an album. Ed Sheeran, he's got bills to pay. He's putting out songs left, right, and centre every week. Wild. And I still don't care. <laughs> still don't care. Back to the divas, yes. But before we move on, I just want to have an honourable mention of one of Michelle's most iconic moments was on season one of Drag Race when she was a guest judge during the girl group challenge. So she and was. Rue went, and Rue went, Michelle, can you handle this? Obviously, bootalicious reference, queen of reference, RuPaul. And she goes, I don't know. I think so. And Rue just goes, I don't think they could handle this. And then she gets it and she goes, Woo! And I was like, for goodness sake, Michelle, <laughs> you're given you're given a platter of food and you're taking the trash. <laughs> like, darling. But see, that's that's my argument with, with Michelle. I don't think she's ever had a perfect meme moment that isn't us not laughing at her. You know what I mean? That, that's that. yeah. God bless. Shout out, Michelle. Hope you're doing well. Right. My next diva I want to give a shout out to is to Normani from Fifth Harmony. Not yes! to be mistaken with Filth Harmony, my iconic yeah. girl group. <laughs> I love Normani. She is a talent. Yeah. She is yeah. an absolute talent. I mean, why is everybody Team Camilla? Like, girl, Normani was the one holding down the fort in Fifth Harmony, in my opinion. Well, I I was uh, I I I think everyone was Team Camila Cabello until she started dating Sean Mendes, and they said, "Excuse me, that's my man. Get your hands off." <laughs> and then, and in then the words now, of Booty Love, "Don't mess yeah. with my man. Don't mess with <laughs> yes. my boy." And that, and now it's switched, so people are now on Normani's side. But Normani is just gorgeous. She dances. She sings. Like um, honestly, I. I I actually have, a, I know it may not be time yet, but she's on one of my top five uh, song list uh, with Motivation. Oh. Well, motivation, motivation, I loved. Not to, 
not to be mistaken with Kelly Rowland's motivation, yes, which is the sexy no. slow jam, <laughs> but that this only went to... This is a sexy fast t- jam. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a motivation. <laughs> yeah. But that only went to 27, Lawrence. 27. What? And the video, gorgeous. How? Lawrence, that was a crime. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call a lawyer. I'm going to get the high courts involved. Yeah. <laughs> 27. Again. Yeah. Everybody, do better. But she did get herself a top three hit with Sam Smith, Dancing with a Stranger. Do you remember that one? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. When was that? That was two years ago. Uh, I believe it was 2019 as well. Yeah. So it was yes, two, two years ago. Yes, yes. That is crazy. Oh, my God. So that at least crazy. she's got herself in the top three. But, darling, motivation deserved better. It really did. So, Normani, we're ready for a new bop. Yes, yeah, please. What a, Thank you. Do you not think as well, what a great solo track. Um, the, the video was gorgeous. The dance was such a, like, I know everyone does that dance. Like, I know uh, the, the queen from up here, Miss Peaches from Dundee, taught me we the Normani dance. She taught me the Normani dance. There's me going, oh, I don't dance, don't dance. And I was like, I'm a singer, no, I'm a motivation. Yeah, I was going for it. Yes. Give it to me. <laughs> yes. It was so, so much fun. But yeah, gays do better. Queers do yeah. better. Well, our sister Lemon from Drag Race Canada, she yeah. performed it. She got the look made and she performed it the day after the video came out and she turned it the fuck out so if the if you're ever looking for it i'm pretty sure it's on the youtube somewhere but go check out lemon doing motivation it is insane it's on the youtubes have you heard of the youtubes it but, might be on the toctic yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not me trying to be down with the kids anyway <laughs> my final one i want to give some shout out and recognition to is a yeah. fellow Girls Lab member Nicola Roberts. Nah, I. See, this is the thing. You're saying Nicola Roberts, and I'm saying who? Uh, no, don't you dare, babes. But, okay, plead your case. Terminate this call. <laughs> right. Plead your case. Go on. She wrote, produced, oh. and mastered she... every single song on her album. Cinderella Eyes back she in 2011. Did. She did. It was, every review was four star, five star, incredible album, go listen. What happened? Everybody Whoa. failed her. She, <laughs> her beat of, the, beat of my drum only went to 27 in the charts. Another curse, 27. <laughs> like, what? How? It is a bop. And then her following single, Lucky Day, only made it to the top 40 at 40. So it made it was a top 40 song, but only at 40. Like, what the hell happened? Cheryl had five number one singles and everything else was in the top 10. How can Nicola Roberts only get to 40? But my my thing is <clears throat> I respect as a as a person who paints, draws, sews, I, I'm very invested in my drag head to toe, right? I'm yeah. super invested in all that. I care about it. I know there are also drag queens 
who don't really care about how they look. They just like performing or they like looks or they like whatever. I don't see them as less. And a lot of people, I think, sometimes put like Cheryl because Cheryl maybe doesn't write all of her songs or produce. They don't elevate them. Whereas I actually think, standing away from it, I think Cheryl's music is better than Nicola. Nicola, Nicole, what's her name? Nicola, darling. It's like, you're like Kim Woodburn in the Big Brother house. My first nomination name? is Nicole. It's Nicole. Uh, it's Nicola. <laughs> don't be so oh, stupid. Shut up, don't be so stupid. No, but I, I just, I, I don't think they're comparable at all. I think she's talented, but yeah, I don't know. Not sure. Each to their own, Lawrence. Each to their own, <laughs> you know. Not going not gonna to please everybody, are we, darling? <laughs> you fought her corner, though. You fought her corner. So, guys, honestly, Divas Dolls, go listen to Nadine. Go listen to Michelle Williams. Go listen to Normani. And go listen to Nicola Roberts. Listen to your girl, Shezzy, all right? On wet. On wet. Fight Right, me. Lawrence, I feel like it's time we discuss our top five iconic solo singles now this is a very broad category so when we normally do this on the podcast we just have one group that we discuss and we dissect like it's easier but to go from any solo song it's a very broad category but i don't think we're going to have many crossovers so lawrence kick us off what is your top five girl group solo single okay so i couldn't choose but here's here's what I've got. That's a good here's start. What I've got. <laughs> so I've got "Look at Me" by Jerry Halliwell. <gasps> right. Okay. Let's talk about that because camp, that camp. really was a moment. So camp, and that was Jerry. That was the Jerry we loved. You know, that was I, something about it is just so camp. I love listening to it if I'm ever feeling down, and it gets you like. It amps up, gets you feeling camp dun, again. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. yeah. Honestly, oh, I, I now, love it. I really, I really am gonna shoot myself in the foot there because that wasn't even in my top five, but I think it was number six. <laughs> yeah, well, this is why I couldn't choose. This is why I couldn't choose. Okay, then I've oh, got. Oh, it's fine. I've got honourable mentions. <laughs> then I've got uh, Kelly Rowland, Commander. Right, I'm I'm really going to be there with you because Kelly's in my top five, but yeah. she's in a different position. So, Commander, fe- featuring David Guetta, talk to me. Why is oh, that it is featuring... God, I totally forgot that it was featuring David Guetta. But what a, what a bop. Um, yeah, like the video is gorgeous. She's dancing against herself. It's like West she's Side like, Story. Have, yeah, oh my, I love... Yeah, it's <laughs> the Jets and the... I, I love that. Um, yeah, and f- f- very few songs as well. I think you could play back. I think that came out two thousand and nine or two thousand and eleven. One of those. I think it was the ten eleven era. Right. So uh, yeah, very few songs from then. Could you play now? And everyone's still like, yeah, let's see, let's have a dance. You know, whereas we're normally it's like, yes, yeah, but water bop. Then I have this is a controversial one, as right, I, I only, always controversial. 
I only know of this song because of Estina, but it's uh, Mel C High Heels. And it's that right. I'll be Everything dancing new. home tonight with my high heels in my hand. It's so fierce. So fierce. It's a very new song. And I think it was the one that was like reigniting Mel C's like, I'm back. Here's my solo singles. Take it, Divas, because you're gonna want it. Yeah. <laughs> Gay. That's what I got from <laughs> as well. I love any music that um it is obviously a bop, but it it also speaks to like me as like a queer person as well. And something about like I'll be dancing home tonight with my high heels in my hand. I, I mean, we literally have all done that. It's not breaking the barrier of emotional ballad, but I, I oh, like no. that kind of message. You know what I mean? We'll be dancing okay. home, pissed out of our faces, going yeah. to the bath shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, I'll have a ton of meat and chips. <laughs> and then I have... Although this is, I keep forgetting this is featuring someone, but it's Beyonce Crazy in Love. It's fine because it's her hubby. Now, what a single, that was her first one coming off. Yeah. She really established herself as a solo artist with that, didn't she? Yeah. I, I mean, everything about the video is iconic. Everything she wears in it is iconic. The dance is iconic. Because uh, I, I know... I remember movies that have that song in it. Uh, Taxi uh, from 2004 with Queen Latifah is one of my favourite comedy films. And that is the, the title music that plays in it. I just think it it really set a tone for her. And also it like set a precedent for like modern music as well, I think. So sure. slayage, slayage. And Jeans then, and a nice top in the music video. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, but exactly, she could do that. She's Beyonce. Um, whereas I'm Lawrence you Cheney, I can't wear jeans. Um, so <laughs> this is going to be very hard to choose. Okay, okay, I'm going to oh, choose. I'm going to choose. We have Cheryl call my name at number two. Yes, at number two. Right. Okay, tell me why. Because it's not as good as the next song I'm about to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't do that. You've got, you've got to give me a little bit of a reason because now I just want to know your number one. And you will know my number one in a second, but um, we spoke about it earlier. But um, no, I uh, think Call My Name is amazing and I loved it, it like came out around the time I was trying to like figure out my sexuality and I just loved um that beat I remember I used to just listen to and it would just chill me out and I'd just be taken to another realm of dance music and it'd just be fun you know it like lifted me up but my my argument is I think Call My Name is a very popular song that everyone knows and it's quite overplayed whereas this next song isn't and should have had more love and what is your number one lawrence it is normani motivation oh okay i'll give you that i live live 
for it. And I think that obviously it's partly to do with its newer song. So, you know, so it fits more with modern day music, the beats, you know, a bit more slicker. Um, but I I just, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. And I, I was one of those people being like, get it to number one. You, you know, I, I, I just think she's a powerhouse. The fact she dances so good. She looks great. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I think she's really slept on. Whereas like Cheryl, everyone loves Cheryl, you know? Okay, for sure. I will give you that because motivation <laughs> is an absolute bops across the board. I'm glad you're a cheerleader <laughs> for motivation. I love yes. that. All right, now, my top five. Give it to us. What have you got? Uh, my number five is Wet by Nicole Scherzinger. Oh, because, because no. right, it, it, it sticks with me because that came out, that was released as a single during the summer of my 18-year-olds. So when I was being a right little nightmare up in the nightclubs, dancing on the podiums <laughs> and pretending like I was performing for all these these people in this nightclub. Now, Getting a little wet. I think everybody... Yeah, exactly. I think everybody <laughs> could relate to feeling a bit of a saucy diva. Yeah. And that song, it's just something that takes over you. Yeah. I love it when the heat from the beat melts me to the ground. <laughs> like that, it just takes over you. And Nicole Scherzinger, please put down your Miller Corners because we need more music from you. Thank you very much. <laughs> She's a legend. Right. What's your next? My number four is Queen Nadine with Go to Work. And I think we've discussed this I agree. I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Done. I think I, enough said on that. Nadine, <laughs> enough go listen said. to Go to Work. Stream it. Yeah, stream it. <laughs> All right. My number three. This was really hard because I was toying between three Spice Girl solo singles, which the others will get an honourable mention at the end. But yeah. I had to go with I Turn to You by Mel C. Okay. I, I like that we've and both I'll got t- Mel C in our, uh, in our lists. And I'll tell you for why. Because it has stuck with me since Bend It Like Beckham in 2001. Yes. God, that, yes. (laughs) Very niche reference. But, oh, my God, just hearing that song. And it's just so powerful. It just, like, takes over. It's like 90s trance with, like, a contemporary feel. God, I had like a trauma flashback there to my sister making me watch Bend It Like Beckham and remembering that song there. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> Good Honestly, choice. Good so choice. I think I think that is one of my favourite Mel C songs, uh, along with Things Will Never Be The Same Again. <laughs> T- Good. Take up a music career, Cheryl. Take up a music. Honestly, career. I'm going solo. Vivian and Crystal could piss off. I'm too amazing. <laughs> Category right. number... six. They call me Shizzle. Cheryl. Uh, <laughs> right. My number two is a, a, a diva by the name of Kelly Rowland. But Icon. it was a song that but it was a song that everybody paid dust back in 2011 because it was down for whatever. <laughs> and honestly, I love it. Yeah. To this day, if somebody asks me, 
uh, would you like a Chinese or would you like fish and chips tonight? And I go, I'm Kelly Rowland. I'm down for whatever. In the words of Kelly Rowe, I'm down for whatever. It just works. Yeah. From here on now, I'll be Don't... your commander is a bop, but I'm down yeah. for whatever. I'm down for what? whatever. When it comes I... to you, I can make love on the floor. <laughs> But I, I love your uh, reasoning there because obviously Commander's a, a bot, but you're saying down for whatever, it's like you can use it in social situations that reference back exactly. to the song. Boom. Exactly. There we go. Queen of referencing. And then <laughs> I think I think it's no surprise that my number one is obviously Call My Name. And I think it's just because I've got so many memories with that. When it first came out, obviously I was up in the clubs dancing my little took us off I was living my best life like it was just one of those songs that just really took over me like you said but also then lip syncing it in front of Cheryl after I've been performing it for years was just like the most bizarre thing in my life that mm. it just felt it just was great and it felt right and what well, yeah. yeah call my name's like an ignitey song it gets you going um, I always listen to it. I have it in a getting ready playlist. Um, yeah. You know, so when you're getting ready to go out, it gets you going, you know? For sure. Pour me a body Red Bull and I'm ready to rock and roll. <laughs> but I'm going to do I'm gonna do some honourable mentions to okay. Maybe by Emma Bunton, that absolute 60s Fosse perfection. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Let Your Head Go by Victoria Beckham. Yeah, okay, for Victoria Beckham, Slay. But another one which I was really toying with putting it in the top five was Promise This by Cheryl. Promise This, with a chiffon and oh my God. With the gorgeous red hair. Now, everybody would think Fight for This Love would be up there, but no, I think Promise This and Call My Name were like the perfect lead singles. Yeah. But can we talk um, for one second about Alicia Dixon? Yes, I, I, I nearly, near, she was nearly on my list. Nearly. But how what could somebody from Mystique being like, in time, <laughs> one time for the bounce and check, and then suddenly <laughs> going like, does he brush up? He never brush up. Like the he does nothing. But like, how can she go from you got me feminine, you got me get a twist to this like pop princess diva? Like it absolutely blew my mind. Mama, that's called range. That is range. She doesn't have the range, but no, Alicia <laughs> Dixon does have the range. Oh yes, oh yes, she does. But before we wrap up this podcast, I think it's just good to always talk about some iconic moments. Now, for me, I have a very strong memory of those giant legs at Jerry Halliwell's Brit Awards performance. Do you remember them? Yes, I do. Because, again, I was really young then, but I remember it because it's, like, always replayed as, like, a, 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 there's always pictures of it. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But those were the same legs that they used at our Manchester cast announcement for Drag Race UK. And that's and right, they did the going, legs. Yeah. We came out of Mama Roo's womb. <laughs> <laughs> 
But also, I'm not sure if you're like an avid Sex and the City fan like myself, but I remember watching the Sex and the City movie and going, bloody hell, they're using Mucha from the Sugar Babes. They're using a single real girl. Do you know the only thing you're gonna you're gonna be shocked at this? And I think everyone listening is gonna be shocked. I've never watched an episode of Sex in the City. Do you know that? Well, I know what Can you're you... gonna be doing on your journeys now. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I think I'll get cancelled if I don't. But the the only thing I remember is Liza Minnelli singing "Single Ladies." Now that we're speaking of solo artists, Beyonce "Single put Ladies." Your hands up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wild. Honestly. Absolutely. Do you have any iconic moments from their careers that stand out to you, Miss Lawrence? Um, I'm trying to think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Iconic moments. Uh, uh, this is when I have a brain fart. See, I'm, I'm so <laughs> drama-filled. No, I'm so drama-filled. I love Beyonce, right? But I love, you know, mm-hmm. the lift Beyonce with Solange. That, that's what I love, the, the drama that happens in a lift when the lift doors shut. And the, that, that happens. <laughs> but what I loved was, get this, and, and you'll remember this as well, because 2013, mm-hmm. Beyonce released Beyonce, the visual album. And yeah. my favourite performance by an artist is Beyonce doing every song on the album in like seven minutes for VMAs, oh, the, exposing um... the VMAs. Yeah, that's my oh. that's my favourite iconic moment. Just in costume now, changes. I was, yeah, well. I was ridiculously hung over the next day after the VMAs and obviously watched <laughs> it at 7.30 in the morning just before I went to have a chunder. And I think I, I, there was something about it that just took over my body and I was like, like I love real girls. I love achievable pop stars that like are relatable and whatnot. But nobody can touch Beyonce. Nobody. No. Uh, again, like I said about Normani, what I love about her is she sings, she dances. Beyonce is a dancer. Uh, yeah. She's just gorgeous. The fact as well, I still don't know how they do this. If they have like a teleprompter on a camera. They have a fan on top of every camera because her hair is always just perfectly blowing in the wind. It never catches on a lash or anything like that. She's flawless. Bow down. We we need to do that. We need to get onto these promoters (laughs) at these shows. Yes, and get get fans. Because it's That are not going to take us out. Yes. Girl, I I sweated off my forehead the other day. It was not cute. I, th- I saw, didn't you post a picture? And like, here had gone as well in your chin. Your chin had gone well, forehead. Well, that's because when I, when I talk into a microphone, I like to plant it on top of my lips and scream <laughs> down it. So <laughs> Just, that's why I'll never be a live singer. <laughs> yeah, get that microphone and STI check right now. <laughs> Excuse me, darling. I'm clean as a whistle. <laughs> But Lawrence, I've just got to say thank you so much for joining me to kick off this brand new season of Girl Group Gossip. I mean, I've been wanting to get you on for a while, but darling, I've had to let you do the rounds. Well, listen, thanks for for getting me on it. Thank you so much for (laughs) getting me on it. Um, Like a car bonnet. 
No, and good luck with the rest of your series. It's going to be so fab. Uh, I can't wait to listen along. Not to this episode because I hate my voice, but every other yeah, episode I'll be there. I'll be there. Um, but no, thank you so much for having me, Cheryl, honestly. Oh, what can I say? Two divas doing the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Well, that's another Girl Group Gossip episode in the bag. If you liked it, make sure you give us a five-star rating because, darling, I don't know anything about stars and badges. <laughs> and make sure you check us all out on the WOW Podcast Network. And, darlings, we'll see you next time for another Girl Group Gossip. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Yes! This has been a World of Wonder production.